Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Tempcast episode 26. My name is Terminator02, and with me today is iFish. Hello. And Alan John. And Eric. Howdy, everyone. <laughs> and Steven. Hey, what's going on? So it's been a short seven-ish year since our last episode, featuring and hosted by myself. It was a leap year. Um, but I thought, I thought I'd come back and see what it's like these days. Um, check out the new Timecast. I've heard these guys are doing a pretty good job. Yep, we are. Thank you for the introduction, Terminator 02. Let me just say, I feel like I'm Kurt Cobain right now before he killed himself. Just <laughs> I was going to say. Jamming with Paul McCartney and John Lennon. Like, honestly, I don't I don't feel like I'm supposed to be here at all. But I don't know who Steven and Eric are um, in this. <laughs> That's kind of funny because I often think that Alan John shouldn't be here right now. So you know, I'm glad that we're all sort of on the same page, you know, finally for once. Yeah, honestly, when I left, when my peak of GB10 in 2012 was petering out, my opinion, I thought, I thought Alan John was a troll. So I'm surprised he's even a moderator and he's come a long way. So uh, props to Alan John. I actually was for sure going to say the same thing. Like My memory of Alan John has been a huge troll back in the day. <laughs> and for me, a troll is not negative. As I said earlier in the pre-call, a troll is an art form. If, if, if you're trying to troll, but, but uh, it depends on whether you're being a troll intentionally. I mean, a lot of the old moderators so. were trolls too, like ping pong. So it's not that unheard of. <laughs> That's fair. Yeah, it's like with a lot of security experts, cybersecurity experts, they're like hackers. So it's the same thing on a forum. You need to get a troll in order to fight the trolls, I think. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so you can understand them inside insider knowledge, reverse psychology and all that. Yep. So speaking See, sort of, like, of when it, oh yeah, go ahead. Well, no, I think you had a good segue, Eric. Oh, no, I didn't. I was going to make a joke about Gary Bowser again. <laughs> Okay. Who's Gary Bowser? So, no, it doesn't work. Go ahead. You don't know who Gary Bowser is? Prominent GBA temp user. That's that's all I'm going to say. Uh, Currently in jail okay. for hacking Nintendo. Oh, nice. Maybe they know MTW. Also currently in jail. Oh, so. maybe. Maybe. Yeah. Justin May. Hmm. All right. Well, speaking of all this hacking stuff and Gary Bowser-related stuff, we have a big big thing going on in the hacking scene. CD Projekt Red. I promise never to talk about them again on this podcast, but unfortunately something big has happened. They have been hacked. Uh, they have ransomware installed on their PCs and uh, the ransom is uh, fixing cyberpunk. No, I'm joking. <laughs> um, Impossible. <laughs> yeah, basically I saw this tweet like the minute it hit CD Projekt Red, like... Got pwned epically, epically failed, or got epically pwned. And I'm yeah. like, oh yeah, I love it. Yeah, they posted a text file, like a screenshot of a notepad text file with like the words, hey, CD Projekt Red, you've been epically pwned. Like, I haven't seen that language in years. Wow. Epically. Yeah, epically That's because pwned. you haven't been epically pwned. <laughs> Thank God. Uh, well, maybe that note was left around the time they started developing Cyberpunk back in like 2012-ish. <laughs> that was when they got hacked. <laughs> they just noticed. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, you've been bad luck Brian. <laughs> Dude, bad luck Brian. Oh, I know what you're talking about. Like most of the kids listening to this podcast don't. It's, it's fascinating that they decided to post 
like the text from uh the hackers themselves like yeah i think they might have edited out the like the the group name like the scene group i suppose but yeah that's kind of weird i didn't remember seeing one wait sorry so, so i want to fill the listeners because i don't think you guys finished the story basically they got hacked and the servers were archived and they wanted a ransom and cedar was like no fuck you and yep. so now they're being slowly leaked uh, I'm sure maybe the listeners probably knew that, but like, in case they didn't, that was the end. Yeah, specifically what was stolen was source code for Gwent, Cyberpunk 2077, Witcher 3, and an unreleased version of Witcher 3. And they haven't specified exactly what that is. I'm here for it. It's going to be a re-release for sure for the yeah. new generation of consoles. Yeah, unless it's like an early build or something, I don't know. But I'm honestly super here for the CDPR hack. I'm here for it. I'm not a fan or not a game CDPR. I've never played a CDPR game. I, I'm no interest in Cyberpunk whatsoever. But I had a bad taste left when I was, from what I saw as a like a fourth party consumer just watching the whole fiasco. I'm like, yeah, fuck them. I, don't, I think they were really unfair to their employees. I think they got caught with their pants down and didn't do a good job picking them back up. Yeah, I mean, I'm not, I'm not a for hackers, but uh, I don't. I have no sympathy for CDPR right now. I'm not for hackers, but I do hate CDPR. <laughs> <laughs> sort of hedging there a little bit. And I'm, here, and I'm here for it. It's a question of morality. Like, is this morally wrong? Maybe, but is it like karma? Is it justice? Yes. yes. No, no, not maybe. It is morally wrong. There's no question about. I think it's for sure ethics. morally wrong. Yeah. Ethically, it's wrong. I think uh, I remember when Cyberpunk 2077 first came out. I remember I was watching the Digital Foundry released a video on the the original xbox and the uh or the xbox one and the ps4 releases and then there was one point where the game literally just hung for like 30 seconds while i was trying to load the next frame <laughs> it's like wow this is unplayable it's crazy <laughs> and now the community but, can fix it i don't know it was clearly built for next generation they just shouldn't have released the older generation ports like in my opinion or delayed them or something yeah well it's very important to note that not just have the the code bases for these games, like the source code, uh, being actively leaked right now uh, as we are speaking. Like right now, there's only Gwent yeah, that yesterday. has been leaked fully, I think. Uh, nobody cares about Gwent. What even is Gwent? Gwent's a card game. That was a spinoff from a card game in Witcher 3. Oh. So the way they're doing it is they're trying to auction off the code for Witcher 3 and Cyberpunk. Yeah. And uh, they're starting the bid at a million dollars for each of them. Why would you pay so much for that? <laughs> this might be a good opportunity to get people to donate to GB Attempts Patreon, because then if we can gather their <laughs> funds to do it, we can purchase the source code from that. We can buy the illegal goods and get Costello in trouble. Yeah, and that we'll buy it, but we can't distribute it to people on GB Attempt because, you know, no, no, like sharing, yeah. of file, you know, files. but, but we and would own it wrong. and it'd be yeah. kind of be kind of cool. cool i don't know if they'll be legally owning it <laughs> and then costello could take the fall for anything we'd be the mark trelly of the game industry yeah exactly <laughs> we'll mark it up also another man in prison <laughs> yeah <laughs> so uh yeah donate to our patreon buy our merch download raid shadow legends use no, the code um don't undo <laughs> that but don't advertising is my trigger actually just smash that bell icon yeah thankfully or not thankfully we don't have any advertisers uh nobody even wrote to us yet i think we're supposed to write to them i don't know but anyways <laughs> back to this hack like not only have these games been 
hacked and leaked, whatever. It's also like personal data, uh, accounting, administration, legal, HR, investor relations, and more, which I don't, uh, how is investor relations like anything like super secret? I have no idea. However, they are threatening to release data to game journalists, which would supposedly tank their stock, like some kind of nasty, nasty insider info. And I'm just wondering, like, what is that? Like, what are they talking about? It can't be something like so severe that CD Projekt Red. Part of me thought that was empty words because in my head, someone who's trying to auction off, get money for something stealing doesn't tell me that's a person who's like, oh, I'm going to, I don't know if a journalist would be interested in talking to someone who's, who's like, I mean, maybe I'm wrong. I, I don't know. But I, I don't, I think that was just something to say. I, part of me feels like they have no interest in talking to a journalist. And, and I don't know if a journalist would talk to him on some hacker without, like, I feel like a journalist would be like, I don't want to talk to you because yeah. then cops might come to me and I'll be attached. And I don't know. Uh, yeah. Kotaku's not going to be writing about this. GBA temp might. So. If any hackers are listening, please. You want the insider scoop? <laughs> email this podcast. Those email those emails. No, write to Chari on GBA Temp. Just send her a PM. Like, she'll get What's it. Name I remember. Cool. <laughs> she'll, she'll, she'll get it. She totally reads all of her PMs. Yeah. <laughs> One time, Chari like sent a, a photo of her screen on GBA Temp, and it's just like 329 personal messages, like unread. So yeah, it's it's good being a a woman on an online forum. Just like, just like Tiny T. <laughs> Throwback. Yeah. Nobody gets that reference, by the way. Wait, do you, at least? Just a little bit. Okay, cool. That's fine. That's good enough for me. <laughs> yeah. I'm too young for this. <laughs> Have 48 hours passed already? Because it says like 48 hours to contact us. Yep. That was when the Gwent leak happened. Oh, no. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So like the only thing that I can see that's the most damaging from this leak because they probably already backed up all their servers like their major company. They probably do proper cybersecurity stuff. Uh, the The worst thing I can see coming out of this is like people reviewing the source code from Cyberpunk and saying, wow, this we can fix it. And, the, and community edition. Boom. Cyberpunk community edition. I think that would require so much effort. Maybe or maybe it's going to be so bad. It's just going to be embarrassing. Like, how, who coded this? This is no. Yeah, I think more likely the people are going to poke fun at the bullshit they find in the code. <laughs> there was one man in the Ukraine who coded all of it. Or find even more ridiculous exploits than they already have. Yeah, it's like not a multiplayer game yet. So there, there's nothing that the source code could do, like, maliciously, I think. But it's still, like, IP and private property. But I, wait, we might get a switch port from this. Oh, <laughs> oh yeah. it can't even right. run on a PS4. <laughs> I, don't, I don't, I'm not so sure. It'll be, you just got to press down the game a little more than it was on the Xbox One and it'll work perfectly. <laughs> yeah. Imagine that. Imagine in two years we're going to get like a, a proper Switch port of Cyberpunk and it's going to run like better than it did on the PS4 or Xbox One. Imagine that. I mean, honestly, they, they could do a, the cloud version because apparently Cyberpunk ran amazing on Stadia. Oh, yeah. Yeah, it, it ran great on those streaming services. I tried actually playing it on uh, GeForce Now. Wow, that's that stuff's good. Apparently people are playing Hitman 3 cloud version on Switch. I haven't, but apparently people are, are having an easy enough time with it. 
when the servers aren't dying. Mm-hmm. I feel like Nintendo should be leaning harder into cloud gaming, considering their consoles underpowered. It could be a way for them to be the third party for other like newest generation games. I don't know why they don't try more, but Nintendo doesn't like doing anything online, so I don't know. They'd probably yeah. partner up with NVIDIA, which goes hand in hand, because like, they're also the the partner for like the Tegra, the, the hardware of the Switch. So, like, yeah, like why not do that? I don't get they it. They already have a relationship. I have to admit, I didn't even know that Nintendo did cloud gaming until until the Hitman 3, you know, until we started talking about it on the podcast. I was like, wait a second, how is that going to run on it? Oh, wait, they, they got the whole cloud Stadia thing going on. So, yeah, they're really not marketing it well. I think the first game that did that was... Um, Control, I think, came out last year. Control Cloud Edition for the there Switch. There was one in Jap- Japan first, which was actually a thousand. Resident Evil Seven on a thousand screen. I thought. Oh, oh was it? Okay. Oh no, it yeah. was Resident Evil as well. It was Resident oh, Evil. Yeah. Okay. And it didn't come to America until maybe maybe Control was the first one, but like um, it was in Japan with testing at first. So, which makes sense because better internet infrastructure and more dense. But uh, who knows? Yeah, I don't see like somebody with a switch in Oklahoma with Comcast like dial up playing <laughs> Resident Evil Seven. It's not happening, fortunately. But yeah, we've actually speculated on the podcast that uh, Nintendo's going to release like an updated Switch soon. That's going to have this really good uh, anti-aliasing uh, tech, which is going to let you upscale like any game into 4K and 16K, whatever, and it's going to look just as good as native 4k so you're talking about dlss yes i am indeed yeah that's what nvidia has on their desktop gpus and i think it for sure makes a lot of sense it does it's probably what's gonna happen like there have been leaks that point towards that i heard a rumor that they were gonna call it the super switch oh no that's you heard that yeah i've heard of it and it's been debunked it's just basically some brazilian journalist saying hey wouldn't it be cool if it was called the super switch (laughs) and everybody kotaku i agree it would be cool (laughs) ign is like oh super switch confirmed super switch leaked what no it's just (laughs) literally a brazilian guy saying he might not actually be brazilian i might be doing something racist right now he might be uh spanish or whatever it's actually from actually from peru how dare you <laughs> Damn it. alan john wouldn't he wouldn't say something racist on the podcast that's not absolutely what he does. not <laughs> no not that type of guy <laughs> costello did say that we're allowed to say whatever we want yep. just keeping that keeping that out there and alan john takes advantage that uh artistic license right there <laughs> <laughs> i do have to say i would really like a switch pro to come out i definitely am feeling the the oldness of the original switch when i look at some games and see like the even when i play like zelda breath of the wild and go back to it and i go in a section with like heavy rain it's like oh the frame rate's just dropping and it could be higher quality i want something newer i'm ready for a new switch as well if only they would so. call it something like the switch pro they'll probably call it something like the switch plus or some just something that's not very um they'll call it the switch U. the switch U, <laughs> yeah <laughs> or the new the new nintendo switch my bet is a new switch i think it'll be like that, that's what i would guess like i i like the branding of the new 3ds like i i, I, I liked it but i like chaos okay i'm gonna ruin your branding in three seconds Okay, go on. I go to the store and I ask the uh, the seller. Hey, oh no, I know it's not can good. I have one new 3ds, please. Like 
my talking about a normal 3ds and a new yeah, 3ds see, I, i'm very both. i'll be like oh can i get the new one that has a c-stick and, and all, all that new like I'm, I'm gonna say I'm, I'm gonna say everything i'm gonna like i'm like all right stop talking to me yes you can get it so. <laughs> yeah you'll say all that can i get a used new 3ds <laughs> you'll say that but the you know mother picking it up for her eight-year-old won't know all that stuff <laughs> That's, That's the issue with that branding. Maybe she shouldn't be so stupid. <laughs> yeah, maybe she just shouldn't be buying these things. Yeah, yeah. I mean, uh, I don't know. I mean, I was. I don't think it's a smart brand name. I, I, I just think I liked it. Uh, like, I liked how the, the. I thought it was cute. I was into it. I'm here for it's it. It's not good, but it is cute. Yeah, yeah exactly. I'll give that one. <laughs> just like uh, the ransomware attack. It's like it was cute. I'm not into. I mean, <laughs> I'm for it, but. <laughs> It's but good. it's super immoral. <laughs> but it's cute. I'm here for it personally, but not ethically. <laughs> Is there anything more to add to this leak? Like, has anything interesting come out of it other than the Gwent source code? Steven, I know you wrote an article about this on uh, some website. So could you please update us? Yeah, there's, I mean, nothing's really come of it yet. Presumably if someone wins that auction, wins that auction that they have running, then yeah, maybe something will come of it. But I don't know. I mean, my thing is, like, I don't know who's buying source code that has a million dollars. I feel like anyone with that kind of money is not going to buy illicit stolen source code. That's another red flag. I'm like, I don't think they're going to get that much money. I feel like a real hacker would just release it for free. I'll say this. So <laughs> when that was initially announced, that auction, it was uh, reported that the initial bid was $1,000. And I said the same thing. I don't know who's going to give them more than $1,000 for stolen code. And then it turned out that that was a typo and they actually wanted a million. <laughs> but there's also Russian currency. I don't know if, if it translates to a million to USD. Uh, well, no, what they wrote was 1KK USD. And the person reporting on it thought that was a typo and it was supposed to be a thousand, but yeah. I guess KK means like a thousand, a thousand as in a million. Oh yeah. One thousand, yeah. one thousand. Yeah. As a millionaire myself, like I know oh, yeah? okay. basic like numbers. Oh, so. you also invested in GameStop? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I just sold when it hit $6. So <laughs> oh, nice. I got burned so hard by that. <laughs> Wait, what did you buy? <laughs> I, I bought I bought it at three hundred something. Sold it. You at really did? Something. Oh I, shit! I did. Uh, no, I only lost I only lost two hundred and sixty dollars. But I know some people who lost. I know one person who lost over six thousand. Yeah. Um. And, and I'm not going to say who it is, but um. It was Alan John. Jeez. It was Alan John. <laughs> well, yeah. It was ping pong. All great the news. It was ping pong. <laughs> <laughs> um, so I'm all right, but you know, some other people not so much. <laughs> so I saw that happening, and um, one of my roommates actually is, was like super into Wall Street bets before this all happened, and he saw that happen, and he bought I think like 10k worth of GameStop probably like a week before it blew up. I think he bought it around 40 bucks, oh, and cool. then he sold it around like 200. I was like, damn, dude, that's I should have been in on that. He he was telling me he's like you should buy some GameStop. There's going to be a short squeeze. I was like, nah, dude, no way. That's too risky. <laughs> but he knew it. He was right. And now he moved out. He he bought a new place with that GameStop money in California. And now he's a billionaire. So, <laughs> yeah. so Alan John, you're a millionaire, right? So because uh, GameStop. No, back in the day, I could have said I was a millionaire because I had like a million Doge coins. Um, now I don't. I have a hundred Doge coins, and they're worth about the same. Like, um, actually, no. What I mean is back when I had a million Dogecoin, they cost like probably the same as the hundred Dogecoin I have right now. 
So yeah, yeah, I missed out on a lot of money. I've never messed with crypto before. What did you do with all that Dogecoin? I I just I I wasted it on bets. I betted it on. Uh, it was during the the football championship in 2014, like soccer championship. I put on Argentina winning, and I think Germany won, or it was a tie. I don't remember. This might be an ignorant question. And it probably isn't their question. Is Dogecoin or any of the non, like, I understand how you can turn Bitcoin into real money, air quotes real money, because, and to and from, can you actually get real money from Dogecoin? Because in my head, I'm like, it's a meme, I guess, but like, and I guess if a site takes Dogecoin, that, like, that makes sense to me, but it, could you get your real human currency? Would someone convert that? That's what I'm looking for. But, but also, why do, why, why why <laughs> why why not <laughs> okay so to answer to uh, both of your questions first of all yes so yes uh, yes okay okay yeah yeah uh, second why well it's just like any other cryptocurrency because it's not just dogecoin and bitcoin there's like a no i know the, the, the you can make no but the mem- that's sort of what why i don't get it i'm like if you can just make as many as you want how does i get how a bitcoin has value because bitcoin is like it's a, a type of cryptocurrency and it's it's been around it's hard to get now but okay sorry go on though you you sort of already said oh you can't just make whatever you want it's and i don't mean making any coins i mean if i i want to make fish coin could I, like I, I can just could i if people agree to like, certainly make it yeah it's all like, about whether so, other people value it or not yeah, absolutely so why so what makes someone why would someone be like oh yeah dogecoin why like, i I don't get it. It's it's valuable because people believe it's valuable. It, precisely, it. it's just like gold, uh, really. Comparing it to Bitcoin is easier because gold is a physical thing. Like gold, uh, if I already agree with Bitcoin, that's fine. I think comparing it to that would make more sense because like it's like gold is valuable. Gold is also like a physical, finite thing, and which is also Bitcoin's a finite. Like I get, I get crypto is a, a finite thing, but uh, yeah, I, mean, I, I uh, yeah, the, I think the answer is basically which is what I thought would be. Why does, why does any money have value? Which is kind exactly. of a, 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 an answer that is, I'm not kind of like better, but I think that answer is sort of a sweep, sweeps the question under the rug. It's like your parents being like, why can't we go to McDonald's now? It's 2 p.m. Like, uh, it's not a real answer. It's just like, oh, because we can't. We can't. <laughs> yeah. Like, oh, okay. It's 2 p.m. Yeah, you, Ifish, you just figured out how world economics work. Congratulations. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but I don't think, I wouldn't, Called Dogecoin real in my head. Why does but money also, cost I, money? No need to get a degree. Why don't we just print more of it or less of it? Ah. <laughs> <laughs> what place would you say you can even use Dogecoin? At? Like, like I, I get you can use Bitcoin places. Like that's more and more. Even I've seen physical places here where you can you physically use Bitcoin. But like it's mostly just exchanging for Bitcoin or other currencies, right? You can't really directly use Dogecoin. I don't think. No, you can. Like, I don't think I'm you aware. can directly use it. Can you? Because I yeah. always thought that you had to transfer it to real cash first. Like you, you invest in Do- Dogecoin, it goes up or it goes down, and then you sell it, and then boom, you have money. No, look, guys, it's a lot easier. It, the entire principle. Oh my god, you need to w- read up on blockchain technologies. Like, guys, this is the future. I no, I, I I'm fam- I'm familiar with the blockchain. I'm the thing. So like I, I know. So, so you just like, send. Uh, 
the coins through wallets, like any amount you want. It's like not necessarily tied to anything. You don't have to go to a bank. You just give me your wallet uh, address and I send you some Dogecoin and that's it. Like you got the confirmation you said I sent the money and that's it. Like you sell me the pizza, whatever, or the cyberpunk. So can you give me 50 Dogecoin? Can you get a pizza with, with Dogecoin? Yeah. This is a tangent. It doesn't like. Have you read about the pizzeria that was paid like fifteen Bitcoin for like a pizza like ten years ago? That was like back when it was super cheap. Yeah. No, but I also don't doubt that. Like I totally believe. Like that definitely exists. Yes, so I believe. So why it. don't you believe in <laughs> Dogecoin? I wish because because Dogecoin is like a, no person with a straight face is gonna say. Dogecoin and, 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 and not giggle. Like, uh, Elon Musk, one of the richest people on the world. Elon Musk is a fucking idiot. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Uh, Elon, it's a, I'm triggered. <laughs> I'm feeling. But Tesla bought 1.5 billion of Bitcoin and not Dogecoin. I'm not even arguing it, but yeah, like, like I'm like, like oh, let me buy Tesla in my Dogecoin, Elon. He's working on that. We'll work out the Bitcoin at least. Uh, I went on a tangent. I'm, I apologize. But, uh, I would recommend um, Zcash. I think that cryptocurrency seems pretty cool. Okay, I'm gonna check that out. Zcash. Uh, ch- uh, look out a uh, uh, Coin Squirt or a Fun Thrust as well. Those are <laughs> these are good names. Coin these Squirt. Are, these are names Coin people will take seriously. We we, we accept. We you know we 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 actually uh, I guess now's the time to announce it. Uh, we're 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 gonna start our own crypto. It's gonna be called a uh, Temp Coin. Temp Coin. Um, <laughs> we'll accept that uh, in lieu of like. You know, you could donate to our Patreon. We'll accept Tempcoin. We'll also accept uh, Dave and Buster's coupons, um, and uh, and Haunted Trails tickets, um, <laughs> and Dogecoin. We no, we won't accept Dogecoin because that doesn't even make any fucking sense. Yeah, Everything it- else, on the other hand, we'll accept. <laughs> yeah. So uh, since Terminator O2 could do a plug of his coin, uh, whatever. Uh, I'd like to propagate my coin as well. I've been invested in XLM. It's pretty cool. It's like a serious uh, technology behind it. I heard it's uh, blockchain based, whatever. And it's actually really interesting because a lot of countries that are slowly migrating their financial system into blockchain technologies are using XLM. So Ukraine is actually going to switch to XLM in the near future for its cryptocurrency thing. Like so it's called Stellar. Yeah, still, yeah. It, it's shot up just today, pretty, pretty, pretty high. So, no financial advice, but yeah, yeah. This <laughs> don't do anything that I say. I'm a financial idiot. Uh, like Eric's the financial <laughs> enthusiast. I am a financial advisor and s- sell all your Dogecoin. I'm a, I'm a, I'm a, this, this is financial advice. <laughs> I, I am a, I am a CPA. Don't listen to this guy. Seriously. <laughs> Dogecoin used to be less than a cent. It's now almost at eight cents. Dude, <gasps> it's going to hit a dollar. It's going to hit I'm gonna a dollar. I'm going to short Dogecoin. Yep. And we're going to be billionaires. It makes no sense. It doesn't need to make sense. <laughs> sense. It doesn't make eight cents. Any sense. <laughs> there you go. Keep it going. <laughs> 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 no, so yeah, if you want to become a millionaire in real life, uh, just invest in XLM. Just pump that up so I can sell it on a profit. Uh, oops, that was too much. So is that pretty much 
<laughs> is that pretty much all we have on CD Projekt Red's hacking? <laughs> yeah, of course. <laughs> and the brief financial advice block of the podcast. Nice. I don't know what a tangent is. I like staying on topic. <laughs> Could you explain what small things is? Oh, they don't know. They don't know about our segment. Yeah, I don't know. Wow. I thought you hosted the Tempcast or something. Like you should have known about this. I mean, let's start doing small things. You start out, John. Okay, so the kids pop version of Blink One Eighty Two song, "All the Small Things." All the small things. Don't sing that, or we're gonna get copyrighted. This is going on Spotify. Fuck's sake! Oh God. So try and get some revenue. <laughs> <laughs> yep. All the small things. I, I have a small thing. I'm sorry for you. Some would say the choking hazard. I was talking about my micro SD card that was in my Nintendo DS. I mean, you've... Okay. Mine's really big. <laughs> okay. 112 gigs. <laughs> All right. Speaking of small things, uh, the small things is a segment where we're talking about all the smaller uh, topics that occurred during the week. Obviously, the CD Projekt Red hack is probably the biggest thing that happened uh, this week. However, we still have other news we need to talk about. First thing first, Warner Brothers, their gaming studio, they just patented like the most interesting system they had in their game so nobody else could use it, which is great. Yeah, that's how innovation should work. Basically, they patented the Nemesis system, which they used in their uh, Lord of the Rings games, uh, Shadow of Mordor, War of Mordor, whatever they're called. Um, Shadow of War. Yeah. And like the basis of the Nemesis system, for those who don't know, it's basically these enemies that like you can fight an enemy, but if you don't kill him, He's going to come back and he's going to remember you like, hey, you're the dude who tried to kill me, but now I'm stronger. I got more guys and I'm going to screw you up, dude. And I'm going to call your mom. And they give him a name, which I think is the most important part because it gives them like it gives you a real personal connection to that enemy, too, which is always yeah, fun. It makes him it makes him your general fluid. Your nemesis. Boom. Nice. Hopefully that will sound fun on the recording. There is looking for the sound effect. <laughs> so how 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 could WB patent the uh, you know like 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 make this their thing? They weren't the ones who came up with it. Didn't um, Nintendo came up with this back in like Pokemon Blue? They're like <laughs> if you if you defeat someone and you don't kill them, they can call you up later and rechallenge you. But they I've have gotten stronger. stronger. Now. <laughs> yeah, it's like it's like his shorts have gotten shorter. I've had the stretch, but um. I th also, I think that was not Pokemon Blue. I think yes, that, I think that, that was, was either Gold and Silver. Gold and I almost looked it up to fact check, but in fact, I think it's if you beat them, but also, but but also, I, I wouldn't consider that the same. They don't remember. Uh, that's not that's not comparable. But uh, <laughs> I don't I don't think you should be able to patent. Uh, a th Let's not compare. <laughs> I don't think you should be able to patent something. I'm not for that either. I think the main difference is it's like generated right like it's not scripted what happens and how the nemesis get created yeah i was confused about that as well like how is this if this was all auto generated that would have been really cool yeah all these characters are auto generated i mean I not it is it, it is procedurally generated it's yeah proce procedural yeah procedural generated. but how do they record voice lines is do they use deep fake well they, they, they have a pool of like orc voices mm. they're, they're, yeah. they're all orcs so elf I heard they were going to use this in a Batman game. Well, it's owned by the 
WB. Um, the uh, production studio, right? WB. So yeah. they can do it in any of their games, I think. Yeah. Yeah. From the team that was making uh, Batman Arkham Origins, I think. People like to pull this example as why this is bad. I think Konami, but it could be a different company, but I think it was Konami. They patented a thing where you, they have a, a little mini game on, on the loading screen and they patented that idea. They used was, the ones, uh, Namco no, Bandai. No one, that was Namco yeah. Bandai. Sorry. Yeah. Uh, did, did I say Konami? Yeah, Namco yeah, Bandai makes make sense. And so no one's been able to use it since then. And they only used it once. They didn't use it again in all the other games. It wasn't like, this is our thing. It was like, oh, we did it once and now no one can do it again. And I thought that I've seen, I thought that they've done it on several things like, um, like Budokai 3, where you get a button mash to get the uh, Cybermen to pop up during the loading screen. That was a Bandai mini. Yep. Um, does that count as a mini game? As like a I would say so, yeah. Game? How much work can you do during a morning game or during a loading screen? Yeah. I'm pretty sure that patent has expired now. They only last 20 years. But I mean, it's still a long time. Twenty years is a long time in, in in gaming. It expired in 2015. That was actually one of the examples I used in the article on this. Uh, was the Namco Bandai thing? That was why I remember yeah. it was them. <laughs> but it was ridiculous that they made you do that. It was actually first compared by Jim Sterling, uh, Stephen. Oh, you, sorry. <laughs> For me, it, it was I got it from the multitude of game journalists who I heard. <laughs> I actually did my own research from firsthand sources, and I found this out. <laughs> I don't know why you guys are so lazy. I contacted WB directly and then his personal investigative journalism. Uh, Terminator, whoops. I, I, I interviewed Mr. Bandai himself. Excuse me. <laughs> Mr. I'm Bandai. tired of sitting around. Well, I interviewed Namco. <laughs> oh, man. They're, they're brothers, you know. No. <laughs> as long as you ask them or rather force them to make another Katamari game, I don't, I don't care what, what they've had. It's fine. But I need, I need more. I need more Katamari on Switch. Oh, Katamari was good. I put like forty hours into it on Switch. I want more. That game is so fun to look at. Like, I just want to play it on anything. Please give me just Katamari. But not on your phone. They no, tried that. No, 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 no. Don't do that. They tried I need that. the sticks. Do you guys not have phones? <laughs> yeah. Just, just press on the on the screen. Just literally, just press on the screen to roll forward. Or, or gyro. It's not, you don't want to do that. Nightmare. Did you ever play Mario Run? I I downloaded it but deleted it. I I, I don't I almost oh, choked myself. Oh, <laughs> Alan's not very good at drinking water. <laughs> I don't I don't play phone games very much. Like, it's out of one, but like even then I don't. My phone's not not a <clears throat> gaming device for me. They're they're so stupid, especially the ones by Nintendo. Like I'm sorry, Nintendo, you make cool games, but your mobile stuff sucks. Like Super Mario Run. Like even though Miyamoto presented it on like an Apple conference, like this game's so stupid. You just press to jump. Like I, I want to control Mario. I want to, I want to feel Mario. I want Mario to look back. Mario Run kicks ass. I love that game. I 100% did Mario Run. I know my friend actually like 100%ed Super really? Mario Run. I was like, dude, how? Why? <laughs> I fucking love that game. Don't you have better things to do? It's a great game. It is a great game. Oh, Steven's like, I'm not even joking. You guys are fucking stupid. Like, no, no, you guys are out of your fucking mind. I'm not joking. It's a fantastic game. He's getting mad. <laughs> I don't doubt the quality of the game. I, I don't doubt it's a good game. I My issue is I just don't play it on my phone. I don't doubt it's a good game. I just know that it's not no, a good game when for I think, me. No, no, no. I, said, I, I don't doubt it's a quality. I know it's probably a quality game. It's Nintendo, first party, and it's Mario. Mario, but... uh. No, I just correct Mario to Mario. Mario, Mario, uh, yeah. Um, it's Mario, Wario, it's Mario, Wario. Wow, 
No. No. Mario. No, Mario. No, Mario. Mario? Don't. Mario. All right. Wait, is it Mario or is it Mario? I'm no, confused. It's Mario. <laughs> I like to say Louis, Louis, Louis. <laughs> Luigi. It's a Luigi. <laughs> Luigi and Mario. Mario. I can say that I'm Italian. Martin. <laughs> Steven's busy playing Super Mario Run right now, which is why he's a little quiet. <laughs> also, they had like a Mario Kart one, which was the same. That hurt, that hurt with that. <laughs> I heard the Mario Kart game was bad. Yeah, because I think Mario Run is the only one that was made by Nintendo. The rest of them have been made by DNA, Ew. which is why they generally don't go over very well. Yeah. I got into Pokemon Go in 2019. It was because I I got an injury where I, I wasn't able to like rock climb as much, so I was doing a lot more walking and stuff. And Pokemon Go was really... I saw a group of people, it was like of all ages and like parents, and I was like, they're, they're all enjoying this game. And I'm like... And it's obviously come a long way since when it came out in 2016 when it was barren. So like I, I really got into it for 2019. I Pokemon Go was like probably my most memorable mm. phone. Game. I don't know, dude. That sounds pretty casual to me. Same here. I was into it because of an injury too. I, I hit my head really fucking hard, and I was just fucking idiot for a while when I played Pokemon Go. <laughs> get, out of here. Get, get rid of this guy. No, I, I was no. I That's actually, for no, talking I, Mario Run, you motherfuckers. <laughs> I feel you. I fish like I I I also picked up Pokemon. I mean, like I had a really old account, but I picked it up again in 2019. Oh yeah, yeah. I, I refreshed my account from 2018. That was level two. I I made it to level 39 all in 2019 oh, from nice. like wow. level like 10 to 39. Like. I was addicted. I got I got every poke because I was oh because I live in the Chicagoland area, so I was able to go to GoFest too. Nice. Uh, so so I got like all like all the regionals like, like the Pachirisu, which they had there. So I got all the so I, anyway. I have every Kanto, every Johto, and every Hoenn uh, Pokemon from Pokemon. That's go. a lot. Wow. That makes up for the that makes up for the time. It's that, funny. I, I I never got into the catching them yeah. all part. I. Especially, like, I, I live in the suburbs, so, like, unless I was in, in the city, which is not very often, I'd end up playing the game for, like, and you guys can laugh, it's kind of, it's kind of funny, uh, two hours after work, I'd walk home from work, I'd be in, in, in the cemetery for, like, two hours, <laughs> from, like, four to six, because so I was where the Pokemon like, action is. Ten, <laughs> there's ten Pokestops in the cemetery, and it's, like, it's, a, it's like, a gorgeous cemetery, and there's, like, Every Jesus statue was yeah. a Pokestop. <laughs> so I, I just I just hang out there at like the pond. It was I, I got intimately familiar with. with Did you cemetery. battle a lot of weird goth kids down at the cemetery? <laughs> there were lots of ghost Pokemon. <laughs> I, I never saw another, I never saw another person actually. Oh my god! Do ghost Pokemon literally spawn on cemeteries? Is that real? No, I don't. No, they're just normal ones. Yeah. Uh, I uh, yeah. We we uh, <laughs> at, at, the, at my local cemetery, uh, actually not where I am right now, but where I went to uh, law school, they uh th- there was a, a big cemetery. It had probably seven Pokestops and yeah. a gym, and and we went in groups and raided around. So like, yeah. like there's like there could be like ten to twenty people <laughs> just walking around the cemetery. Ours was ten stops and three gyms. So yeah, I'd like to think that the people there would would appreciate it, but I mean, sometimes sometimes the workers would look at me and like raise an eyebrow because they see some kid sitting, leaning like right next to a tombstone, just smoking smoking their pipe with their phone. So they did, <laughs> but like I don't know, maybe maybe, they, maybe that's how he mourns. Not to no good, but yeah, <laughs> that's, that's how he mourns. He plays Pokemon Go in a cemetery. But uh, but no, I mean I I liked coming back and seeing like oh yeah. Other people from my team that came and asked after me, or like we take, was, even though I never met met people, there was definitely like a communal feel of it. So yeah. it, it, it was awesome. 
Yeah. And everyone's so nice. There was like a Discord server for like my local area. So I had only one experience with the Pokemon Go community and it wasn't really pleasant. Uh, Did you get kidnapped? I never had a chance to talk about it. This is a safe space. You can tell us. Yeah. Nobody's <laughs> listening. <laughs> I almost thought I was going to get like touched, honestly. Uh, um, so here and touched not in a good way. So not like emotionally touched? I usually no. think in a good way when I hear that. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, basically there was, uh, this was when raids became a thing. When you could catch like these uh, legendary Pokemons on raids and whatever. This was d- during a, an altered form Giratina raid. <gasps> yeah. That's where I got addicted. That was the first raid I ever did. <laughs> My first shiny w- was altered G- Giratina. My friend who was like a big pokemon go fan like since the very beginning he like messaged me hey dude we're gonna catch this giratina you want to come with us it's like only two blocks away and i'm like dude sure absolutely so we went to this like corner of a street story. and we were just standing there like waiting he's like telling me okay just wait because this guy he's gonna come he's got like three phones and we're gonna take this giratina down and I'm like, okay, sure. Everyone knows a guy like that. So I'm just sitting there waiting for some guy who's probably like my age, maybe a little bit younger because Pokemon. Wait, how old are you? I'm 23 currently. Okay, cool. So yeah, at the time I was like 22, 21. So I'm expecting like 20, 18 year old guy, dude, girl, whatever. Uh, here comes in this 40 year old man who yep. the, he, he looks, he's got his beard he's got gray hair and he doesn't look like a trustworthy man you know what i mean like all the baller pokemon pokemon go players in, in my neighborhood are over 50. yep yep here too old people he's like thin and you know he's like hey dude you want to cast giratina man sure gets out like three fucking phones two of them have cracked screens and he's like like tapping all them at the same time He's like, okay, no, <laughs> dude, give me your phone. You're not tapping fast enough, dude. Yeah, I've seen a, an array of things. Just tapping, tapping, tapping. He's like taking my phone, and I just gave this random stranger my phone. Just, I'm just mesmerized by the entire situation. Like, who is this? How do you think he got three phones? <laughs> I gave a stranger my phone to, to catch for me because I'm really not good. I wasn't good at catching the raid Pokemon. And then, like, yeah, like, oh, yeah, he did the same thing. He's like, oh, you're going to waste all your Pokeballs, dude. Listen, I I helped a little kid catch a, a a Kyogre before. His mom was there, so it was so so I wasn't gonna run away with it. Um, otherwise I would have. But uh, the I kid. helped him. Yeah, for the kid. <laughs> I was I was like I was like so you gotta what you gotta do is you gotta feed it a berry and then you gotta. Whoo, whoo, yep. So that's how you do it. Um, that's how you do it, baby. That's how you do um, it, baby. You just whip it. Yeah, the the kid appreciated it. So Pokemon, go to the polls. No, uh, Pokemon, Pokemon Go is really, is really, is really fun. So I'm not really sure where we landed on this. Do we like Pokemon Go or do we not? <laughs> oh, we, oh, we, we love Pokemon Go. I think Pokemon <laughs> Go is my saving grace to what I think about mobile gaming, what it, what it can be, and like I saw how many people people were having, and I was like, oh man, this is still awesome. And I still, I mean, in 20, 2019, obviously, I don't know what it's, what it's like in 2020, 2021. I couldn't tell you. Either. I recovered from my injury and don't play anymore. So, <laughs> was the injury Pokemon Go addiction? No, uh, I damaged my my knee, my knee meniscus, bouldering, rock climbing, and stuff. And it was it was I was like, damn, Ifish, you're a badass. Nah, maybe. Kids don't nah. boulder. You heard it here first. <laughs> bouldering is more dangerous than rock climbing, so it's, it's get an HM slave to push your boulders for you. Oh, 
any strength. But no, um, right. Speaking of pushing a boulder, we have this next topic, which is huge. So, uh, can somebody else talk about it? Because I need to go take a take a leak. Uh, just talk about this. What what is this? Last of Us casting? Whatever. I don't care about it. You just talk about it. I'll I'll be back soon. If no one cares about it, we talk about Sonic. Yeah. I, I love Sonic. I haven't seen any, any any of the Sonic movies. I wanted to see the Sonic movie, but no one wanted to go with me, and I didn't want to go alone. And then so you COVID didn't hit, see it. So I didn't see it. But I love Sonic. So I, so I probably would, would have loved it. Yeah, I didn't see the Sonic movie either. In fact, <laughs> it's funny because I I. I I don't think that I'm a Sonic fan, <laughs> but it came out on the podcast that I think I might actually be a Sonic fan, right? I'm a 3D Sonic fan. You are, because you've listed off like eight or nine games that you played. You start talking about the lore a little bit and like... Yeah. <laughs> I was like, look, I don't like Sonic. All I did, well, I played the first one and I played the second one. And um, well, I also played the one with Knuckles. Wait, the, the 3D ones or the, or, or the 2D ones? Oh, yeah, I'm yeah, talking yeah. about the 2D ones. Well, I also played Mania. Um, and then I also played Sonic Adventure 1 and Sonic Adventure 2. And I played a little bit of Sonic heroes and i played a little <laughs> damn dude i fell in love with sonic adventure 2 i played sonic like i am not good and don't really enjoy the 2d sonics i played mania a little bit and i just wasn't i'm not, I, i'm trash it's, it's, not, it's not it's not my game they're much harder than the 3d ones which is like everything scripted pretty the much the 3d ones i i love and even like sonic riders was great but like People, this is where people will, will fall off my train if, if they're on my train. This is where you guys are going to get get off. I loved Shadow of the Hedgehog and got every single ending. And I don't know what it is. I, I just, I, I just love, I love everything about the Sonic universe. I, I love that they have the present, the presence of the United States. Oh man, I love it. Is, is this the Last of Us? Yeah, we skipped the Last of Us. <laughs> we were, we went straight to Sonic. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> no one, no one, no one chimed in, and, and, and I love Sonic. Oh, nice. But I haven't seen any of the other Sonic movies. So, you're <laughs> talking about Sonic. So, I really liked uh, Chari's post about this. This is a genius move by uh, whoever's producing this movie because they could have called it anything else. They could have called it Sonic the Hedgehog 3, Sonic the Hedgehog 4, but they chose correctly to name it Sonic the Hedgehog 2. So, for that, let's please clap for Whoever's producing this movie, uh, Universal, Toho, who, who, who's doing this? It's Paramount. Paramount. Yeah, nice. Nice job, Paramount. In the thread, I made a very uh, tongue-in-cheek joke. It was just, it literally had no meaning behind it. But I said, I hope that Tails' design is absolute trash and we all loudly hate on it. And then they change it. And then we all circle jerk over how amazing it is that the powers that be listen to us. And I just thought that was a funny little thing to say because, you know, the whole Sonic design. But people did not like that comp. Well, well Ted. Ten people liked it. But. It's funny. I was about, you, you cut me off. I was going to say that. I was going to say, I wonder if they're going to do a bad Sonic, uh, not, not Sonic design, Tails design, and then have it re, re go. But uh, so. Well, well, what happened when I said that? Somebody said, "Did you even watch the ending of the movie?" Because apparently, Tails, you, you know, is. Oh, oh I, I don't know. I, oh. Spoilers. <laughs> I don't care about spoilers though. So you yeah. Can tell well, me. I, yeah. I guess audience the, spoilers on that. Yeah. Lock your like, Did you see the end of the movie? And I'm like. In no. fact, I haven't seen any of the movie. I'm yeah. just being snarky because I want people to like my comment. <laughs> Trying to get karma. I was fishing for likes. I was eye fishing for likes. Oh, you're you're fishing, but but with a ph. Yeah, we, we, we've all been there. Uh, yeah. So, but people, yeah, people did. People were uh, people were complaining, but I don't know. I, I guess I. Who here watched the movie? Like, 
Steven Allen John, Terminator, none of us. I almost saw it because a friend of mine uh, wanted to drop acid and see it in theaters, but she didn't end up doing it. She just did it one random night and we watched Shrek 2 at her house. Oh, yeah, I remember that story. I mean, <laughs> you, you, you still want yeah. thing. I think yeah. you, you guys, but uh, if I come to Newfoundland, we should watch the Shrek movies together. Not the Shrek movies, Sonic movies. And Shrek movies. Okay, on acid? Or uh, sober? Sh- sure. Although. We, we, we can do it on acid and off acid. Just and, and okay. compare, <laughs> compare, compare the two on the podcast. <laughs> compare and contrast. Let's watch the first one on acid, second one sober, and okay. see what happens. I'm in. Fun story. A girl who I know, who I study with in my university, who is as far as possible you can be from video games, from movies even, uh, she went... Doesn't watch movies. How, do you, how are you not a movie person? Maybe she's on. She doesn't know who Stanley Kubrick is. Like she watches. I don't either. Passively. So, yeah, she went to the Sonic movie with her boyfriend, and she said, "Oh my god, that movie was the best." Cried so much that movie. Like, why did she cry in Sonic the Hedgehog? It's a masterpiece to cry about. That that intrigued me. He's just so he's so blue. I don't know. Yeah, I really want to know now. That's so like, did you watch it right after that? No, but I'm. That's the only thing that's bugging me. Like, what? Why would you cry at Sonic the Hedgehog? Oh my gosh, he's moving. He's moving so fast. <laughs> this is what we have to do now. My God, he's just—he taught me that I have to follow my rainbow. She became blue, just like Sonic. <laughs> at some point, what we have to do is. The five of us have to get back together. We have to we have to all stream it at the same time. Record the record the thing and then and then do like a riff track of it yeah, for people. Mystery to Science to Theater. Yeah. Mystery Science Theater. Yeah. Yeah. That's how that's how we do it. I'm gonna watch it actually. I, I I'm downloading it right now. Uh, cut that out. No, but uh You mean legally, right? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. He bought it on Amazon Prime. Yeah. He didn't just like um find it on GBA temp because we don't <laughs> please don't ask for links for that on gba temp or else i will ban you this might be a deep cut i got it off filetrip.net oh rest in peace deep cut (laughs) i'm familiar didn't oh yeah somebody got mad the other day about i guess it was a couple months ago I don't know where the time's gone sometimes it's even staff members like where the fuck are all my files like it, it's they're gone. They've been gone for like years now. You should have, you've been warned already about this. Oh yeah, I was pretty upset about it. Or, yeah, I'm not. Sorry, I don't know names. what I'm saying. I, I, I'm not either. I, I just really like that video game. The man who can't be named. <laughs> was he banned? Is that why we don't say the name? No, yeah, I no. just don't want to. He's like, upset about the download. Yeah. Okay. Just don't want to say I'm complaining. Or it's, I see there's still gbattempt.net slash download now. Yep. So they just got rid of all the old file trip downloads nope. that were previously uploaded? Mm, nope. Uh, for some reason, people liked... No, I think I think the download section, at first it migrated all the links to the file trip files to the download section, not the files themselves. So a lot of the download section is just dead file trip links, unfortunately. Uh, I see. I found my one upload. I uploaded a copy of Black Rain in 2010, which was a, a jailbreaking tool. Nice. Downloads 2K. Wow. Who? I was helpful. Oh, that's for the iPhone. Yeah. For the 3G and 3GS. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Dialexia and I used to maintain the iOS jailbreaking guide. And by we, I mean it was mo- mostly him doing the writing because I couldn't write for shit. 
But I did all the Windows stuff because I was a Windows user back then. You were a Windows user. Well, at a time, you were called iFish, but you were a Windows user. I never had. Yeah, I, I, I was a wannabe for a while. Oh wow! But you finally came into your full form. After yeah, you yeah. got your Mac. Yeah, yeah, and then the Mac was the gateway to becoming a huge fan and firm believer of like GNU Linux stuff. So the Mac was like the gateway to open source software. That's not very iFish sounding. Wait, how does that work? Did you like see Mac OS and think? Why is this so close? I I, wa- I want to see the source code. Tim Cook. <laughs> I don't care about seeing the source code. I, I like freedom a lot, like the concept of freedom and being able to, to do stuff and just, if I wanted to and just like the belief that software should be closed, I disagree with it. But the reason why it was a gateway was because I discovered Bash and Bash was like, oh, if I don't use Bash, I, I can pretty much figure out how to become a, a, a Linux sysadmin. So I just started using more Linux and learning more about it. Nice. So do you support copyleft? I'm not informed enough to say much about it, but I see people I like using it, so I assume it's fine, but I don't really know much about it. So, so copyleft means if you make a change to the source code, you have to release that change. Then I would say... I, I, it like forces oh. people to share it. Then yes, I would say I believe in that. Is, does, GNU, does the GNU license have built-in copyleft? Because I, I usually like, like the GNU licenses. The GNU license is copyleft, yeah. What if I do something that yeah. that's bad? Like, well, you have to publish it. it. <laughs> yeah. It Here's a, a version of Linux that doesn't fucking work. Enjoy. So you, if you use it by yourself, it's fine. But yeah. I think it's if you distribute the binary after you compile it, you have to also distribute the source code. Whatever. But if you're just doing it for yourself, it's fine whatever but there's a lot of people who believe in just the permissive free licenses which allows you to change it and then release your binary but not release the source code so it's kind of like a debate on that terminator side. are you into it or something Do you- i might be yeah <laughs> i think they'd they love to hear i mean you don't have to say if you don't want to i think that they love hearing where you work but you don't you don't you don't say if you don't want to i work for a tech company wait wait let me guess no wait terminator works at nintendo <gasps> actually i've thought about that it's like i want to go in there and be like what the fuck are you guys doing with online support you guys suck ass <laughs> yeah that's a great way to get a job <laughs> yeah in the interview <laughs> yeah i've been looking at your company <laughs> let's be honest you could do better <laughs> i i genuinely once had a job interview at ubisoft and they and they should have asked me oh what's your ubisoft game and i said to them oh i don't really play any ubisoft games and then I elaborated with, oh, it's because I only play League One in the World of Warcraft, but like, I mean, but like, uh, they do not, they do not want that answer of, I don't play any Ubisoft games and I have no opinion on them. You so. think there could have been a, a better way to answer that maybe? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I support them and I think they're morally correct. I just have not had the time. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't verbatim say what I said. I think I said, I think I said some good stuff like, oh, I don't play them because I only play League of Legends, but uh, I, I I know you guys make expensive games. I mean, I, <laughs> I don't play them because they're trash I, games. <laughs> I know. I, I thought I know you guys make expensive quality games, but uh, anyway, expensive. I flushed. I tried to fluff them up, but uh, in the end, I, I it's fine. I maybe they need a little butter too. Like if like if I didn't work for the government, I would want to work where Sam works, but which is also probably questionable because some people would be like, "Oh, why did you want to do that?" But uh. No, uh, I'll stop. I'm taking a face, so I will. I'll drop it. iFish works for the government. I pro- probably every, go- every the government. Canadian CIA is. I work for every government, actually. 
So whether it be the CIA, FBI, KFC, uh, <laughs> etc. The Canadian version of KFC. <laughs> now that I know he works for the government, I realize he does know who Gary Bowser is. He's just, just pretending so that we would explain it to see if... <laughs> no, I don't. I really I really have no idea who Gary Bowser is. No, it's the Canadian government. It's different. <laughs> Oh, the Canadian government wouldn't. They're all connected. If 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 you if you ask a Canadian police officer if he's undercover, they have to say, "Oh, yep." <laughs> I only know one Bowser, and it's Doug Bowser, the CEO of Nintendo of America. Mm. They him as well. How do you know that? <gasps> probably work there. Because <laughs> my dad works at Nintendo. <laughs> my uncle does. <laughs> so, what did Gary Bowser do that got him arrested? Was it he was just doing the open source software, or did he actually? Like release the hack for it or what did he do that got him locked up he was selling stuff that let you uh hack your switch he was selling like dongles and stuff oh was he uh, the team X- SX- one of the, one yeah of the team executive oh okay yeah, yeah, yeah i heard i didn't didn't hear about the name but i yeah, yeah. I, I did hear about the, the the bust yeah he was busted with bad stuff oh i was told the other no day no no somebody... he was not the one of the ones with bad oh, stuff no What's no not? no 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 he wasn't you're right but that was kind of bad stuff but no Though somebody told me the other day that they like when we talk about bad stuff on the podcast. So we should have, we have the section called small things. We should have a section called bad stuff. We shouldn't have that kind of section, like especially (laughs) considering the context of bad stuff. I I love bad stuff. Oh, no, 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 you don't. No, you don't. Ifish does not like bad stuff. Especially as a government worker. Okay. (laughs) I, I roll back my statement. I, I don't love bad stuff, but I do love crime. I, I, should, I, should, I should be forward with that. It's immoral, but I love it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> just not bad stuff. Like what kind of crime? Like jaywalking is a crime. Petty crimes. Any crime? No, 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 no not any. Petty. You know what? Petty. Just just to be safe, right now, just just say that you denounce bad stuff. I denounce bad stuff. I denounce bad stuff. <laughs> But 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 we do support job. But, 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 I didn't feel the heart behind that. But we do support job for jihadis, right? <laughs> GBAttempt.net for all your bad stuff. No, <laughs> no, don't, don't, don't. Oh. GBAttempt is fully supporting of the jobs for jihadis movement. The what? Jobs for jihadis. Jobs for jihadis. What the? F- yeah. <laughs> oh, I need to end this, this podcast right now. Uh, wait, no, we have one more topic. You can't left. do that. You're not the host. Oh yeah, the, the PS5 controllers. Yep. This one actually excites me. So uh, this is a report from GamesIndustry.biz. They have a .biz domain, so you know they mean business. Serious um, business with a Z. <laughs> yep. I'm gonna accept all my cookies because I'm using my Firefox. I don't care. So. PlayStation 5 DualSense controller also faces drift issues. So where is this report coming from? It seems that, ah, yes, from PS5 owners, it seems, uh, 10 days after purchasing their PlayStation 5 consoles, players have reported stick drift issues online. Hmm. So the original source is actually from Kotaku, not the one that's- It's five people on Twitter. Jesus. Steven, what the hell? He doesn't do fact checking. It's still all correct. I got a link to the f***ing Reddit video of it. So there are videos on Reddit about this. Uh, let me check out this video right now of the supposed Joy-Con drift, and I'm just going to comment it, comment on it. Uh, Is it the exact same Joy-Con drift that Nintendo had? Like the same sort of thing where it would continuously go in one direction after you stop touching it? 
That is precisely what I'm looking at right now. I actually had that for my left Joy-Con for my Switch. Wow. That sucks. Did you replace it by yourself or did you ask Nintendo to do it? No, I, I did it um, actually just a couple months back. Um, I There's some repair form on Nintendo's website where they give you a shipping label, you send it in, they return it for free. But I had to supply the box, so not quite free. Wow. But yeah, it works fine now. I think my the, the left Joy-Con that came with my Switch has an issue, but I don't think it's tripped. I think it's a Bluetooth. I think it's kind of the, the first run also had a Bluetooth issue with the left Joy-Con where I think it was the, the antenna. Like, so I can have like my Joy-Con just not touching it and it's just on the couch next to the other one. And the Switch will see one but not the other. Mm-hmm. And so once in a while, if you're holding it, it will it will drift. But I I haven't physically had any drift yet. But I also don't think I play enough with, with, with the Joy-Cons to um, experience it yet. So I've definitely noticed issues with the Joy-Con just having like really unstable connections yes. to the that, Switch. That so I got I've the Pro controllers with. and those just work perfectly fine. But the Joy-Cons yeah. are like, fuck up. I don't know what Nintendo did. Something doesn't work properly. Like every once in a while, I'll press a button, it just doesn't register. To be fair, it's, it's probably hard on a Joy-Con because it's so small and, and you're holding it in your hand. It's not, it's not, it's not like the Wii, Wii Mote where there's, there's enough plastic to extend where there's, you can always ensure that your hand isn't over every antenna. I mean, obviously there's a solution, but it's, I can see why it's, it's tough. Especially when the Joy-Cons are just made off-the-shelf off, off parts, OEM parts. They aren't custom-made at all, so it's like you're, you're getting cheap shit. So. I'm going to say I expect better. Yeah, I mean, the, the, the reason why the Joy-Cons have drift issues is because they're not using, um, like, kind of like, Nintendo used to always make their own joysticks for their controllers, but, like, for the Switch Joy-Cons and Switch Lite, they literally just went to a, a manufacturer in China who makes makes things, and they're like, oh, those look like those look like cheap, and they'll they, they work, let's use them. Yeah. So, well, like, those look like joysticks? <laughs> yeah, they look like joysticks, and so it's like, I mean, obviously, I, I can't speak for all the quality, I, I'm not there, but... Um, I wait. I went on a tangent and I, I lost my point. But We're essentially, about PlayStation Five control. Yeah, and then now, and now I'm about fucking Joy Cons. But uh, essentially, it's a nightmare. But uh, I'm surprised it's happening on the on the PlayStation. Yeah. So it, it's funny that you mentioned the Bluetooth issues. I thought at first that this might be actually like not a hardware but a Bluetooth issue. It actually can't be because I'm looking at the video right now and the controller is connected through a, a cable Plug? through the USB C okay. cable. So. Yeah, that is most likely. Uh, I think the issue with the Joy-Con is the technology they used for the the joystick itself. Like it's using just two graphene pads. Like, yeah, it's very thin. So you don't have yeah. enough space for like a proper mechanism. So did they just have two graphene pads? And with time, they obviously like, uh, you know, dirt goes in there and it just scratches off. So but like only 10 days after. And yeah. usually usually what happens is because when you're pressing forward a lot and then it drifts like forward continuously. But yeah, that's what happened to mine. So in this video, it's drifting to the left. So there's not that many games where you go like to the left all, all the time. So might be just like a bad batch. I don't think this is like necessarily uh, a wide issue. Then again, there's like only 20 people who own PS5s in the world. <laughs> a, a, a bad batch of like, what, 10 batches? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Exactly. Uh, I, I, I'm just... Uh, when when am I going to be able to buy a PS5? Because they're still getting sold out like 
within seconds of of going back in stock. Like I'm not exaggerating. Like these things are getting sniped up by bots. Honestly, I don't know. Why are you asking me? <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Uh, Laughing at Eric's eyes. <laughs> he so, just he light up. Okay. <laughs> Eric's fucking PS5. So He's gonna go buy just, a gaming PC now. <laughs> so Ifish just put something in the in the chat saying, "Before we end, there's some breaking news of Kingdom Hearts." And the second Kingdom Hearts gets brought up, my eyes just fucking. I wanted to preface yes. this by I'm I've never played a Kingdom Hearts game. I just looking at the internet, so uh, I, I have no strong I have no strong opinions of it. But I but I figured, oh hey, it, it would be nice to people who are listening might like hearing that. Epic Games just announced on tw- on Twitter that the iconic Kingdom Hearts series is coming to PC for the first time on March 30th, which is also my birthday. That's insane. Does that mean every game? Oh, wait, I'm looking at it right now. Uh, they have a 1.5 HD and 2.5 Remix. Uh, yep. 2.8 That's every game. Final yep. Chapter Prologue? What? 2.8? Yeah. <laughs> yes. No, no, no. So it, it's, it says um, there's 1.5, 2.5, 2.5. It sounds, okay, maybe it's not all of them, but... Uh, okay, it, it is. It, 1.5, 2.5, 2.8, and 3 are are all of them. Melody I mean, and Melody Memory Magic is coming to the PC. Nice. Oh, yeah. Melody and Memory 2. Why the fuck are all the games 1.5, 2.5, 2.8, and 3? <laughs> okay, okay. Oh. Here we go. You ready? Let's just go down this all rabbit right, hole. Guys, shut off your mics for a minute. Let Eric, let Eric go. go. <laughs> Ugh, I gotta stretch. All right, whew, I gotta loosen up. All right, so Kingdom Hearts 1.5. See what ha- happened was that has Kingdom Hearts One Final Mix. It has Chain of Memory, Rechain of Memories. That is, which is the port of the PS2 version, as well as the cutscenes of 358 and a half days. All right, so then there's 2.5, which is the final mix of Kingdom Hearts Two. Um, it has the cutscenes of Coded. Didn't you get that title wrong? It's not 300 and f- 358 and a half. It's 358 divided by two. Divided by two. Uh, yeah. Jesus Christ. Uh, sorry, 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 sorry. So, so 2.5 has Kingdom Hearts 2 Final Mix, Birth by Sleep from the PSP, but they ported it over. And then the cutscenes from Coded. Then, of course, there's 2.8, which is a remake of... Yeah, it recoded. It's the cutscenes are recoded. Son of a bitch. God, so, Eric, you're supposed to be our expert. <laughs> Good lord, what happened to you, man? The two point. You graduate has, law school and you sure. forget your roots. <laughs> I don't remember what's in two point eight. <laughs> Dream Drop Distance. Some cutscenes from the old mobile game that's still going on, and then Birth by Sleep. Birth by Sleep is in two point five. Oh, okay. I was just saying words that I knew about Kingdom Hearts. <laughs> Back on top. Remember an original game. And then there's Kingdom Hearts 3, which is actually Kingdom Hearts like 20. So, okay. and then there's Melody of Memory. So now all of them will be on PC. Nice. But only via Epic Games. You're welcome. That's, um, that's a lot more Kingdom Hearts than I thought there was. That's for sure. <laughs> a lot of them. For like for how many games there are, the fact that they're only on three is pretty astounding. <laughs> wait, wait, does this mean Eric? Does this mean if I play these games, like uh, I'm gonna understand like Kingdom Hearts lore completely? I don't have to buy a 3DS to play like Dream Drop Distance. I don't need a DS to play three five five eight divided by five and a half. I have played every Kingdom Hearts game several times, and I do not understand the lore. It is very confusing. So no, you will not understand it. <laughs> no, no, I don't mean like I know, I know what, you mean. Like I know what, what you mean. the main yes. plot is, yeah. what a, what a nobody is, what Sora is, you know. Yeah, you will be able to play get the entire story, get the entire story with nothing but your PC and also 
your phone. I watched a 45 minute video about it, and I think I get. I think I more or less get the story. I mean, I don't think it's designed to make four percent, but I think I. I think I get it. It's like Mickey Mouse goes to Japan and has a good time. I get it. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Pretty much. So he did a better job recapping it than I could. Yeah. <laughs> it all takes place in Japan. I wonder well, if it's more convoluted. Uh, Kingdom Hearts or Metal, or Metal Gear Solid? Uh, it, mm, I, mm, probably Kingdom Hearts, honestly, because, well, I don't know. I don't know. Yeah, I guess. I, Wait, does Kingdom Hearts have alternate timelines? Kind of, but not really. It has... <sighs> it, there's some split timelines going on. There's some time travel where it's a little confusing, but they try to keep it consistent. Okay. But there's like a couple different methods of time travel. But there's not like a, like an infinite multiverse thing going on. Like you know what I mean? It's not like it's not like the Zelda yeah. timeline, right? Well, the Zelda timeline has three timelines. Okay, okay, no, okay. no, no. We're ending it. So okay, for those who don't know about Zelda, <laughs> thank you guys for listening to this amazing episode of the Timecast with. Two revived legends of uh, the Tempcast, iFish and Steven. Haha, <laughs> joking. I mean, Terminator. <laughs> what? Uh, yeah, it was an honor to have you Thank guys. Thank you so much for having us. Absolutely. 